Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. It's the opening kickoff with Carver and Lisi. <laughs> with you sports grid radio sirius xm channel 159 good to have you with us on a thursday night here on the grid 844-843-6879 is the number you get joe's sapphire pac-12 win total uh tonight in honor of the pac-12 crumbling uh by the hour uh you get joe's sapphire pac-12 win total uh, here tonight on the show, uh, we got plenty of football, including some major camp injuries already. Major. Uh, we have uh, sounds from Big Ten Media Day uh, in hour number two, plus the golf, some MLB, not many games tonight. And uh, we found uh, Rick Harrell. Rick Harrell returns uh, tonight on Carver and Lisi as well. Several other things on the table, too. Mike Carver with you, along with the Encyclopedia. Of college football, that is go for the two, Joe Lisi. Hi, Joe. You know, I work on my hair a long time, and you, and you hit it. He hits my hair. Wow. Oh, look who's back in action, huh? Yeah. We got all the bells and whistles tonight. We got all the bells and whistles. Oh, little intro, little little music. We got the memory foam yes. special. The memory foam special ready, tonight. Uh, I'm back in the saddle. Mm. Mm. Mike DeMerge is back as well. Put it this Got way. That. If you were out on the trail, you would have been gone already. All right. Let's just put wow. it that way. The fact that you were in the <laughs> confines of your own house, uh, you made it. But, you know, whatever you were dealing with, I, I don't even know if it was it was too hot for TV, Carver. Too hot for TV. Wow, it's definitely, definitely too hot for TV. There's no, no question about that. There's no, no doubt. But uh, Mike's uh, doing better, and he's back in the mix here uh, with us tonight uh, with all the bells and whistles uh, that Joe missed out on the last few days. So Joe's happy to have all of that back. That's for sure. Um, all right, Joe. So... Uh, there's only three baseball games. It's 1-1 Mets and the Nationals in the eighth, and they're in a rain delay. Mm. 
So that's unfortunate. Uh, 9-1 Cubs beating up the Cardinals in the eighth. Guardians lead the White Sox 5-3. They just got an RBI double from Josh Naylor, I believe, uh, to put them up here in the top of the seventh, 5-3. So that's it, Joe, in terms of uh, what's cooking with the baseball. A very light Thursday night for you. So are you, I'm, you must have got in on one of these overs. Which one was it? No, no over. You know why, Carver? Because I got, I'm pot committed. Pot committed on my guy. Billy Ho, did you see that start from my guy at 200 to 1? Did you see it? He's in the mix in the 3M. I got CLV on Billy Ho. I doubled down. I went in double on 110 to 1. Once I saw he's playing hot, all the chips are right in the middle of the table for Sunday. Right in. But it's just, now look, I know you're excited, but just. Calm down. Like you said, it's not Saturday night here. I mean, it's, Carver, it's Thursday. Carver, this, is, this guy was on life support for how many I, tournaments? I get that, but do you this realize guy was that like dead last out of 120 next, golfers? I mean, the, come on now. In the next 36 holes, he he could be right back in that. So just, well, you never know. Maybe he put long, on some I tiger bomb. It's just you're getting you're getting hyped up like tomorrow's the final round. I mean, he's yes, well, he's three back. There's a lot of guys with him, three back. Right now, you have 17 golfers in the field within three shots of the lead. So there's a lot happening at the 3M. There's no question about that. Uh, lead, don't call me Gil Hodges, uh, is in the nah, clubhouse lead. Nobody at, at knows Gil under. Hodges anymore. This isn't, you know, back in the pony leagues here. Right. You know, uh, back, Hideki you know. Matsuyama's at seven under. Snedeker, seven under. Tyler Duncan at seven under. Streelman seven under Justin Who's Saw. Who's this guy a, that came out of nowhere to 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 just take the lead? Came out Lee of Hodges? nowhere. This guy is it Hodges that's leading? No, there was another guy that was leading from. He was up there at minus seven, and then the, it it was Matsuyama, I I think, and then right. Hodges just came out of nowhere. Hideki Matsuyama is very well known. No, I know that, but Matsuyama, when it was Finau for much of the early morning, that I know. Right, and then Finau, Finau slipped was back to under. five under. Yeah, and then Billy Hull was four under. He was in, you know. Here's all. Playing. Here's all I'm going to say to you. It's it's great that he played well on Thursday. There's a lot of holes left, and golf betting is a roller coaster. It absolutely can take you up and down, and then absolutely kick you in the face uh, when you get to the end. So just Carver, Carver, you know. let me just tell you this. If it's one thing I know, I'm a momentum player. When I see the momentum, I buy high and I sell higher. I buy high and I sell higher. Billy Ho got off the mat. Cinderella kid. Out of nowhere. Remember? Remember Caddyshack? Cinderella story, baby. Cinderella kid out of nowhere. He's not... Not a, not a Cinderella kid out of Cobra, Cobra, he was he was two hundred to one in the three M, the Jabroni tournament. And he might still be by the end of the day on Friday. You don't know. Uh, you have no idea. Carver Lacey Sports Good Radio eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. We're just getting going on a Thursday night on the grid. We're back after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. At Amica Insurance... 
we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. And we're back. Carver and Lisi with you, Sports Grid Radio. Sirius XM Channel 159. Here with you on a Thursday night, 844-843-6879. You get Joe's uh, Sapphire Pac-12 play of the day. Uh, Joe, we have a lot to do only because Haro's coming up, of course, uh, next segment. And uh, we're going to talk to Rick for a little bit. And then in the second hour, we got, like, sounds from Big Ten Media Day. Mm. So let's – let's we'll do all the college stuff. I know – you know, Second we have hour. to talk about Colorado. We have to talk all this Colorado jumping back to the Big 12, all that stuff. We'll do all that in the second hour leading into the Big 10 and the ACC Media Day stuff. But Perfect. let's – we, we got to do this uh, right out of the gate. It's always tough when training camp opens mm. in the NFL because there's always a fine line and you're always one training camp snap away from losing somebody that could be crucial to your football team. And it was amazing around the league. We've already had just guys going down. And, and look, we don't know if anything is serious really yet with any of these guys yet because the teams aren't really going to tell you uh, anything so far. I mean, they're just not. But we have to start with the biggest one because uh, there's a few of them today. And that is, of course, uh, your boy Joey Silk. Ah, uh, Carver. So Joe Burrow. Mm was carted off the practice field with a calf injury. Uh, The video's been out there, Joe. I mean, if you want to see it, go on social media, anybody who hasn't. He was kind of rolling out to the right during a drill, and he just just started limping on one leg and pulling up, and then he hit the ground. So the early assessment was that it was a calf strain. Now, look, and and like I forget who we were talking to earlier on Coast to Coast. It might have been Kaplan who said he's like, listen, there's different grades of calf strains. Obviously, the most severe one is months. The next one's, you know, weeks. The other one's, you know, we don't know yet, Joe, because it's still very early. But it's a very tough uh, way to start with Burrow. And when you also factor in, and it's not like he's not going to get his money, but, you know, the whole thing with Herbert was he got his money before he he took a snap at practice this year, and Burrow has not. Uh, and he goes carting off. But they use the cart now for almost everything, Joe. That's why the cart do, well, stuff. I mean, when the cart stuff's very deceiving when you hear now at training camp, guy got carted off. Yeah, well, sometimes they cart guys off for getting the wind knocked out of him now. So let's right. just, you know, you got to be, you know, easy with the, you know, he was carted off. It was, it's, well, when it's, when it's the franchise and what I'm talking oh, about yeah. Joe Burrow well, or Jalen no Hurts, you know, uh, the Mark, Josh Allen, one of those right. guys. The cart's definitely coming out. If it's a, yeah. if it's a, if the, you know, they rip a nail off the, the pinky, they, they're coming out with the cart, you know. Right. The, the downside, and obviously, you know, Kaplan knows, uh, you know, the inside scoop, at least as much as we know up until this point. But to your point about Kaplan and what he said is, 
the fear, obviously, is potential tear, right? right? Especially for a quarterback of Joe Burrow, a pocket guy. Yes, he's mobile, but you need Joe Burrow to be in the pocket to survey the field. Obviously, pocket uh, presence, the ability to move out, you know, mobility and, and, and planting, back foot, front foot, the ability to step into a throw. If that is not there, right, there is no reason to rush him back. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you take every precaution to make sure MRI, CAT scan, whatever they have to do, contrast, to make sure that there's no tear and then assess it. Joe, do you feel good? Joe, put on a brace and we ain't rushing you back until until you tell us you're ready to go. Because if he tears it, he's out the year. Let's be honest. He's not right. coming back if he tears it in the middle of the regular season. Of course. Of course. Now, um, look, here, if it's just training camp, Joe, I mean, this isn't something new. This would be the third training camp in a row where he's going to miss basically training camp. Because if you remember last year, what do you have? The appendix taken out last year, and he really didn't do much at all during the month of August. The year before that, he was recovering from uh, the torn ACL, yes, yeah. right. and he, he, you know, he was good to go week one, but he really didn't do much uh, during August. So, if this is a weeks thing, uh, you know, we have no idea. Nobody knows yet. Nobody's a doctor. Nobody has timeline. But if it's a weeks thing, I'm not that concerned if he missed some training camp because he's done that the last two years and been perfectly fine. So I'm not too concerned about that. No, but but from the gambling perspective, obviously it's an well, opportunity. It's, it's to changed some things. Right. Oh, yeah. Of I was actually going to tell you that next. I was going to give you where a couple things moved. And uh, they were kind of the second or third choice for the Super Bowl. They were around eight or nine to one. They've slipped to 10 to one. Perfect. Um, where I'm looking right now for the AFC North. I forget what they were before, but it's plus 145 now. Uh, for them and for he's still seven to one for MVP that didn't move a lick the one thing I did see that I thought had the biggest movement was obviously week one now we had been looking at that week one line uh, they're playing the Browns of course in Cleveland well what if you remember remember that was three or two and a half it was kind of bouncing back and forth between those and now it's Bengals minus one and a half really yeah, so it went down a little bit that week one line, and I and I the total is now forty eight and a half. It went up. It went up, right? It was wasn't it forty seven and a half? It, it opened was, at forty six and a half, and when yeah. it went up now, I remember seeing because I was looking at some stuff the other day, and it's I remember seeing forty seven and a half. So I think that obviously because week one is kind of where this would have the most impact in terms of things that are already on the board. I think that if you got a Super Bowl bet for the Bengals, you know, obviously, unless it's worst case scenario, which is the tear as you just talked about, which, you know, they're hoping that that's not the case. Clearly, then they'll be thirty to one if if they have a tear. Well, I mean, if he's out for the season, yeah, their season's over. I mean, they're gonna, you know, that's that's it. But we're not at that point yet. We're we're not there right I'm now. The only thing that's to gonna one. get affected is the week one number. Which is against the Browns, which slipped. Yeah, a but bit it, it's the other way now, which is crazy. They, well, they for, probably for you with the total, in. for you with the total. Me, I wanted yeah. the Browns at the two and a half and three. We have this bet. We we better remember who who called in. Was it Gary, one of our listeners? And we did the we did the parlay bet. My best bet, yeah, your best bet. That's right. So I have it buried in my in my hang pending on, I'll somewhere. Get, I'll get it for saying. us. So hang on. I have it buried I think, somewhere. I, I have it. I got to look for here. It is. 
We have the well. I took the Browns on the money line. That's right. We each picked the game. We each picked. And the then game. the Ravens. I picked the, is your I picked pick the Ravens. I picked the, the Ravens yeah. in the Raven game. So that's what we have. Okay. So it's somewhere in my uh pot, in my vault. Pot committed. Pot committed. Yeah. So I, I like the pot committed before August. That's the right. other I'm not one, Joe. To say it. Uh, the other big one on Thursday was Ramsey for the Dolphins. Well, now Ramsey's Ramsey's a little bit different uh, with his him being carted off because they've already said he's going to have knee surgery, so he's going to go undergo surgery on his meniscus in his left knee, and he's expected to miss the start of the regular season. Now nobody knows how long that's going to be because allegedly they really don't know how bad it is until they open him up. So the ACL is intact, they claim, but it's not immediately known how long he'll be out. Uh, I know Adam Schefter said he could miss a few months. Um, so now that's kind of the same thing that happened. Now, they thought the same thing with Von Miller last year, if you remember, Joe. Yes. Miller, they originally said he was fine when he got hurt for the Bills. And then when they opened him up, they said, nope, he ain't fine. We got to do this. And it ended up, you know, having a partial tear. So they had to go and do the whole thing. So they're not going to know the if there's even worse news until they actually get him on the table. Well, uh, again, same type of thing. I mean, I, I, I tore meniscus once years ago, and, and obviously it wasn't part of fully torn. It hurts. I could tell they drained it. It felt much better, but it's always nagging. So they need him, and you need that to get done, obviously. Yeah, Dolphins moved the tick to plus 290 for the AMC East, uh, and that totaled 50 and a half for the Chargers in week one. All right, Carver and Lisey, Sports Grid Radio. We'll come back. Haro on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. And we're back. Marvin Lisi's View, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM 159. Good to have you with us here on a Thursday night on the grid. 844-843-6879 is the number. Uh, only three games going in baseball, like we said. Uh, Mets and Nationals in a rain delay, 1-1. Cubs lead the Cards, 9-3 in the top of the ninth. Guardians lead the White Sox, 6-3. Uh, they are going to the bottom of the eighth inning in Chicago uh, for that one. That is, of course, Rick Haro's Chicago Cubs uh, that are up 9-3. Hot as a pistol, the Cubbies right now taking care of business. Speaking of Rick Haro, we have found him this week. On a Thursday, of course, our sports business and legal insider is Rick Haro. Hi, Rick. How are you? Go 
good. I just got back from two nine-hour drives to uh, near Mobile, Alabama. I met cousins who drove in from New Orleans. I took I took Duke on a road trip, and uh, he was a, wow. a pleasant travel companion for nine hours in the car. Then we walked on the beach for a while. We we watched the Women's World Cup uh, yesterday. He was wearing his uh, waving his pom pom, and then we were we we came back. So. That's enough. I, I really kind of only want to do that uh, once every year or two. I, I don't want them to know that, but that's a that's a long drive, uh, and uh, it that, that's enough. But I'm I'm going to going to Nova Scotia to play golf uh, Saturday. So we got a lot of different Look things at going. Look this guy! On. Wow! Nova Holy cow! Yeah, yeah. You Carver. Did you make a stop uh, yeah. while you were over there? Did you stop in at Tuscaloosa and see Nikki? Did you see Saban while you were over there? Did you check out practice? You know, that? that's about th- that's about five hours five hours north of there. Uh, no although that's Auburn territory, you know, down there. That's uh, oh, yeah. that's Auburn territory, and and then you know, although the Florida Panhandle, I guess uh, you know you 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 can't dis- uh, discount any of your listeners, but. Uh, you know, we down in South Florida, we have a different view of the panhandle. I'm sure they have a different view of us. We consider that Georgia and Alabama, and they consider us New York and Cuba, I guess. Look at, look at this guy. I'm, you didn't stop by the Senior Bowl in Mobile, huh? Why not? Rick, I mean, I, I've know, been there. No, I've, I've been to that game. That that game has been – you remember it used to be played in the if Lad People State, People's Stadium, and then – they got this new stadium that they've been been uh, been been uh, using recently, and and so it's a it's a great game. That's a great bucket list game, by the way. Have you have you guys been? Joe uh, has. No, no, I haven't been to Mobile. No, uh, but uh, but my All good right. friend Terry Bowden's a coach in uh, Monroe, Louisiana, so he's going to come on the show, Rick. Okay, we're, we're we're hoping to get a couple of coaches. Anytime Saban wants to come on, Carver and Lisi, he's more than welcome. He could come on with you as well. We'll we'll we'll, we'll handle him with kid gloves. Don't worry. Round table. Round table. Get him in there. Yeah, I, I'm. Oh, I, I think he could probably handle you, whether you handle it with kid gloves or not. Uh, uh, would you take Would you take Feinbaum on your show? I, I, he does other interviews sometimes. Uh, uh, he's he's a you know he's a buddy from an earlier life. He's really opinionated. Obviously, uh, do you listen to him on a regular basis? Yeah. Well, if you want I mean, to bring is... Feinbaum on this show, we would love it. Well, he's yeah. Okay. I mean, he's he institution down there now. I mean, he's just uh, it's the voice of the SEC, right? I mean, that's yeah. Uh, we won't. Yeah, we won't book Kiffin with them either, Rick. So I don't think I don't think they will exchange Christmas cards with each other. To tell you the truth, but that's all right. You know, okay. Kiffin Kiffin was Kiffin was uh, down here for a while. Remember, he was at FAU on his way. Uh, he, he used it as a stepping stone. Um, but he did, yeah. you know, he, he he took him to some bowl games, so it was it was okay. I want to, uh, Rick, start with this tonight before we get into uh, the 15 and a, and a couple of other things. And obviously the women's soccer, a, a massive number last night for the game against the Netherlands. But we have news, of course, today with Colorado is going to go back to the Big 12. So they leave the Pac-12. They were there for, I think it was 12 years I saw it today, was the actual number uh, that they spent there. So from this perspective, Rick, you now have UCLA and USC leaving next year. Colorado will now leave next year. They're down to nine. You have two teams that would love to get out the door 
in Oregon and Washington. I, I mean, love. Like, they'd probably go and beg uh, at this point, the Big Ten, uh, to go and take them out of this situation. What do you think, Rick, is going to happen here with the Big 12? Because I don't personally think that a conference is just going to shut its doors and, and stop doing business. Or they will just pillage and plunder uh, from the Mountain West and wherever else to go get themselves back to a, a 12 number. Right, Rick? Well, yes and no. Uh, yeah, but but i, I got to tell you, until the TV contract thing is resolved, uh, it, it's kind of hard to figure out your critical mass uh, and, and growth strategy. I mean, I mean, uh, for example, you know, a good friend is uh, the head of uh, the athletic director at ASU, uh, Ray Anderson. He was a law school classmate, and uh, they're in a tough position because you know what? What is what is whatever Arizona State does, Arizona's going to do, obviously. But then what are what are they going to do together? And uh, you know, the Pac-12, you could say they were blindsided, but when USC and UCLA left, uh, everybody kind of saw it coming and maybe it was a little ostrich head in the sand nobody else is going to go but until you get that tv deal done and and everybody's talking about all these streaming alternatives and etc but yes yeah, streaming is fine but look at uh, soccer and look at apple and that may work out well for them but there's no guarantee and that's the problem with big rights fees deals that if you stream the economics don't work to get a big guarantee and as a result all of these schools need to finance their buildings, their facilities, their programs, and uh, either the bankers or the financial people are saying, you know, we we can't let you do deals that are basically uh, speculative and basically a piece of future revenue. We need to figure out how we, we can get things built based on rights in advance. And, you know, in, until uh, the Big 12, the, the Pac-12 has leverage enough to, to get that done again, now, uh, you know the current commissioner is trying every day, but he he can't he can't get it done, and until that he's vulnerable. Rick, I want to keep it there because you know I'm a smart guy and I think outside the box, and I want to keep it specifically what you just said and what Carver just broke up for a second, because they don't have a deal. Okay, to your point, and now that there's nine teams yeah. and there is attrition now with Colorado moving on, from a legal sense. Do the schools that are remaining have a case if they wanted to band together and have an actual class action suit against the Pac-12 for not protecting their best interests, which is exactly what you said, revenue coming in the door to sustain, obviously, the athletic programs and, more importantly, the universities? Well, you know, it's hard to file a lawsuit because— uh, you're a lousy businessman, or you don't have the economics the way you, you should. If there's negligence, or if they really missed an opportunity, uh, but uh, it, it 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 it's it's an interesting theory, but it's it's hard to get that kind of thing done. They need to focus on actually delivering the deal as opposed to to you know a lawsuit. The if the if the uh, Pac-12 had money. Uh, to pay for such a lawsuit, uh, where would they get it? get it from TV revenue? They, you know, they don't have the money. That that, that that's part of the problem. And, and just suing doesn't guarantee anybody's going to have any money. So my, my my sense is the biggest issue is going to be how to stay together long enough to show uh, one of the networks that there are eyeballs here and that there needs to be a rights fee. 
So you go to Apple or Google or or uh, uh, Amazon or those regular guys and try to get some kind of streaming deal done. And it may not be an upfront deal, but that's what soccer ended up with, with Apple. Uh, or you go to uh, Scripps or, or WB or, you know, one of those secondary networks as well, and you keep holding on that one of the big guys will come in too. So, you know, they're trying all that, but they're, uh, you know, it hasn't been really successful yet. I, I'm honestly surprised, to be quite honest. Like, and and that is the future, by the way. And when all when all these mega deals that have all gone down in the last year or two in college football, that the Big Ten and the SEC all have with ESPN and Fox and NBC, when all those by the time those deals end, Rick, I have a feeling that they're going to be moving into the streaming space in terms of where they're going to go with every game for a conference. It's going that way, and the Pac-12 maybe could be a, a conference that beats everybody to that type of a space. But the other thing that boggles my mind is they have, a, you know, everybody wants all these time slots all day long on Saturday, noon, 3.30, seven thirty, eight o'clock, and then late night, 10.30. People watch those kicks, and the Pac-12 provides them. That's why it's very surprising to right. me, and it's seven thirty, eight o'clock on the West Coast. I'm surprised that's not more of a commodity for some of these networks, Rick. It surprises me. Well, but remember, that was the goal a year ago with the Pac-12, where they were going to uh, exclusively kind of promote and covet the late Saturday night window, and that was going right. to be theirs. And as you're, you're right, every one of those teams is in that time zone. I don't even think there are any Pac-12 teams in the mountain time zone. So they're all in the Pacific, and they all could do that. Utah. And, uh, you know, it, it didn't it didn't get the number they originally thought they were going to get from ESPN, and everything started falling apart. So we'll see what happens. And, that, and now the Big Ten can move in on that 10 o'clock east with having UCLA and USC uh, in that space. That's right. That's right. Well. Uh, all right, we got another segment with Rick. We'll get to the 15 next. Carver and Lisey, Sports Grid Radio. We're back after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. And we're back. Carver and Lisi with you, Sports Grid Radio. 
Sirius XM, channel 159. Good to have you on a Thursday night. Now 10-3 Cubs. 10-3 Cubs. Actually, a final. They just got the final out there in the ninth. So that is now a 10-3 final. The Guardians are up 6-3 on the White Sox. That will be over soon as well. Mets and the Nationals 1-1 rain delay, which I think has finally gotten to me, Joe, uh, out on uh, the south shore of Long Island as I can hear it all uh, pouring down uh, outside. Yes, I can hear it. Uh, It is now pouring, as they say. Rick Harrow is with us, our sports business and legal insider, uh, on a Thursday night uh, as we are about to get to the 15. Before we get to the 15, one final thing, Rick. Are you where are you at right now with Ramsey? Big Dolphin fan, of course. So Ramsey's going to have the surgery. They they think obviously he's going to miss the beginning of the year. They don't know if it's months or the whole year. They got to wait till they get in on the table. But uh, not the best start for Dolphin camp uh, down there in Miami, Rick. Uh, no, and I've been you know reading all the tweets and everything, and as I understand it, it's uh, best case is uh, is uh, six to eight weeks. Uh, mm. and and maybe worst case is all year, but probably middle case is December. Uh, and if it's six to eight weeks, you know, I'm an eternal optimist. Uh, the regular season doesn't start uh, for six weeks. So, uh, mm. and they drafted a cornerback, Cam Smith. And, uh, you know, Cam Smith, um, he's uh, he has trouble because he, it's going to be hard to divide his duties between live golf and, and the – oh, that's another Cam Smith. Anyway, this is a this is a Cam Smith that's going to be able to play cornerback. So hopefully, hopefully they drafted him for uh, just those reasons. But you know, I, I just I'm so tired of high expectations down here, and then you know they're 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 dashed uh, on the last play of a practice, the third practice of the season. But again, it's, he's not the yeah. season's not over. I'm trying to be positive about it they get him on the table and it's you know six weeks and he misses a game or two well let's keep it there quickly because you know i'm a dolphin fan as well uh rick and obviously uh, i want to tie it into the messy effect right we saw mario big chest come out the other day and said with messy i mean what football player in the nation wouldn't want to come and play for the university of miami right to you so any effect on a positive note with messi playing in south beach that it trickles down even further to the fans and the team for the miami dolphins and your quarterback and our quarterback Tua. Well, you know, it's kind of hard to make that connection, but I think Tua, uh, frankly, ought to concentrate on, you know, not emulating a soccer player. I think he needs to concentrate on uh, getting down and avoid getting hit. Apparently he's taking some martial arts that will make him stronger and tougher. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, concerned that the uh, right tackle, because uh, he's a lefty, uh, matters. The Dolphin line's gotten better. And uh, he's got to be quick release like Marino. Uh, he's more mobile than Marino, but he's got to get rid of the ball quick. And no funny stuff. If you're close to out of bounds, get out of bounds. Because you know the the you know the Bills play dirty. They'll take they'll take a shot at you anytime they can. Oh, sorry, Carver, you here? Oh, that ain't Where right. Not right. Oh, not boy. right. Not right. <laughs> not right. He's starting to not right. And and look. Hey, um, since we <laughs> Bill's got a lot of go. problems too as they start the year. They got they got plenty of problems. They got yeah, they do. Back on the receiver on the same page. Um, since Joe brought up Messi, I gotta say he's gonna be raking it in with having a cut of that Apple deal, man. I, I mean, he's, he's any 
you know what? And this is why they brought him here, Rick. He put he puts it out on social media. To, you know, what got to subscribe to Apple to watch him play on Instagram yeah. on everything I else. I mean, they the boom of MLS subscriptions that Apple must have got. And here's the best part about it all. And you knew this was going to happen too. This wasn't like some of these other guys, legends from Europe that come over and play in the MLS, and you know. They're getting the paycheck, and maybe they're, there were some guys who played well and other guys who didn't care. You knew with him coming here that he was so much better than everybody else that he was going to kick everyone's ass, and he's already done that in two games, Rick. You can already see it. He's going to dominate in this league. Well, and also, uh, remember, I was over there in Europe when he signed and uh, uh, or when he was uh, ready for his debut, and, and most right. – uh, Soccer aficionados, they really know their sport over there, obviously, are saying this is not like Beckham at the end of his career or a lot of those guys who need to retire and spend two or three years and cash it in. The you know the, the funny joke is when you're ready to retire from uh, big-time soccer in Europe, you can milk two or three more years out of the MLS. This is not that. And uh, I, I actually did some media with a variety of people in the last couple of days and say, what do you think of, of Messi? It's not good for the league because he's so much better. Well, I'd rather I'd rather have a guy that's so much better and you know score twenty goals. That's not that's, that's okay. I don't, I don't mind him being a man uh, a man among boys. And also that goal that he scored in the opening game in stoppage time. Uh, I, I don't I don't care who's on that field. That that's a world class. That may be one of the ten best goals of all time anywhere ever. Uh, I was just considering the circumstance. I think I can make a kick like that. You give me a couple of shots. I, I think I could. I think I could sneak it into the left a, corner, Rick. But, but, but a, you, hold a couple of shots of what? Second. Tequila? What what kind of shots do you want? Tequila or bourbon? <laughs> I can get, You give me a good cleat. I could get it in the upper left hand corner. I got a leg on me. Let me tell you that. I could get it there. I think. Right. I'll take you out to the field. We'll do. Uh, you, it. But here's the thing. Let me ask you about this. LSU baseball, they win the World Series in college, and now I have to bring up LSU. Carver says I'm a homer. I'm not. I'm not paid by the university, but I love the Tigers, and now the state is obviously reaping in the rewards of their World Series win. Yeah, about $16 million in gambling proceeds and tax money that's going to the state of Louisiana for uh, uh, gambling uh, addiction programs and for, for education uh, programs themselves, so it's not just the uh, the windfall of gambling profits for Louisiana because of LSU. It's because of the tax money that's been generated as well. And now, right after that season's over, the Saints start their season. LSU starts again. Uh, I love LSU. My uh, uh, the, the baseball coach at Miami Beach High School, then he went to the University of Miami, Skip Berkman. He was the guy, as you remember, that basically yeah. – with with Ron Dato, they they put they put LSU on the map. Skip is was one of one of the one of my best best buddies years ago uh, in Miami Beach, and then he went on to better things as being one of the best college baseball coaches of all time. Uh, Rick, I went to Ron Frazier baseball camp in Coral Gables for the Hurricanes when I was fifteen. How about that? That's amazing. That was. Basically, Ron worked with Ron for a long time trying to get Major League Baseball in South Florida 
you know, before the Marlins were expanded. And uh, it didn't work out great for Ron because he figured that he was destined to be involved with the Marlins ownership or Marlins staff. And when you think about it, uh, pro baseball programs uh, have very little to do with college coaches, no matter how good they are, the, you know, the, the bats, the, the, the technique, I don't know what it is, but Ron felt a little slighted by the Miami uh, transition to Major League Baseball. But, boy, before Major League Baseball and when Miami just had the Baltimore Orioles farm team down here, uh, Miami was rocking, you know, with Ron Frazier as the head coach. It was one of the best five baseball programs in the country consistently. Still good, but they were great then, as you remember. There you go. Uh, Rick, The you've got on here about the U.S. women over at the World Cup uh, down in New Zealand, Australia, etc., uh, generating strong ratings for their first match. Their second match last night, I was reading today, uh, was, I believe, the most watched uh, women's soccer game in the group stage or whatever in World Cup history. Rick, yeah. you set some records with that one last night against the Dutch. Yeah, and I think... Uh, we'll see what happens with the Portugal game, but the Netherlands game, you know, had all the right answers. The nine o'clock start, it wasn't like you know yeah. two in the morning. The good thing about scheduling yeah. was that the uh, the uh, FIFA folks had the good sense to try to figure out how to how to get the right games back to the U.S. soccer audience, and it was dramatic, right? I mean, it was just an amazing event, and they covered it with some real excitement. Uh, and we're just in the group stage. And obviously they're getting into the the uh, elimination stage, and some are saying that they should have scored 48 goals against Vietnam. Well, it is what it is, and now we'll we'll see. You, you know, beat Portugal, they're in no matter what. Uh, they're in, yeah, you know, yeah, they're in anyway. But the, the question is, do they win the group? Which yeah. is a big deal. It depends on how Netherlands does against Vietnam. It's amazing how. Everybody, and I think Pharrell kind of talked to you about this uh, earlier. You know, yeah. it's amazing how they tie one game and everybody just kind of is now throwing them to the side. Oh, they're not going to win again. Uh, you know, they're not because they don't win every game five nothing. Um, that you know they're not going to win. They're they're still the favorites to win. Uh, now, it'll be a little harder if the Dutch go out and thump uh, you know Vietnam by seven goals, something that they probably should have did in their first game. But because yeah, they right. have to go through the route as the as the second place team, which makes the the road a little bit more difficult. But they can absolutely uh, still win this thing. When are they going to play? What's the final schedule? Is that going to be a nine o'clock East Coast? Probably not, Rick. When do they have the final scheduled for? Uh, do they have that done this far out? Uh, they have it done this far out. I don't know the answer. Um, I, I'm I'm hoping they're they're bright enough to try to figure something out where it's not at two in the morning. But I just don't I don't know that. Uh, but, uh, you know, you look it up, and I'm East. sure it's um, – uh, uh, yeah, okay. 6 a.m. East Coast It does make sense. On, on Sunday, that, August the 20th at 6 a.m. East. Well, that's, you know, that's reasonable that for works. people that really want to watch it. It's still – yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, the I'll, only, be, I'll, the I'll only, be watching only it. People who really get, the only people who really get it there are the West Coast people. It's 3 a.m. on the West Coast. The West Coast but, people got to stay up at 3, you know, right. Exactly, yeah. uh, but, but you, you, know, you remember you got to remember the, they the, got to cater to Europe too. They got to cater to Europe. They got to no. cater to the world. The the only time I can remember this kind of rhetoric about they should blow everybody away and are not dis they're disappointed about it. The dream team. You remember, you know the the uh, yeah. the Barcelona dream team, the NBA players, where if you don't yeah. beat uh, uh, yeah. you know uh, Nigeria by ninety points, you're in trouble. So it it seems always to work out. 
Uh, it certainly does. Uh, I'm surprised um, Mbappe's not going to go take the $700 million, uh from the Saudi club. I'm kind of st- stunned at that, Rick. Well, <laughs> the, the Saudi club did the same kind of thing for Messi, and he turned it down. So, you know, maybe yeah, there's something man. to be said for watching, <laughs> being aware. Maybe maybe they've heard bad things about the Saudi club. <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe maybe money Could can't be. buy everything, Rick. Maybe, maybe money can't buy everything. No. He's all right making his $200 million, uh, as opposed to the seven he would have got by going over to there. Uh, all right, Rick, tremendous stuff as always. Uh, hit him straight up north uh, this weekend, buddy. I'm playing on Saturday as well, but not, right, of course, as nice as you are. There's Rick Haro, our sports business and legal insider. We'll talk to him again next week here. Carver and Lacey, Sports Grid Radio. We're back after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. And we're back. Carver and with you, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 159. Good to have you with us. 844-843-6879 is the number. Uh, you get Joe's Sapphire uh, Pac-12 win total in the second hour as the Pac-12 is... Uh, Basically standing on one leg at this point. I mean, they're oh, in this a, is bad. This a is tough bad. scene for them. Um, a couple things, Joe, uh, and we're going to start the next hour with the Sean Payton stuff. I can't wait. I, I can't so wait. We, we got to talk about that, and then I we'll get into some of the today. some of the big. Uh, <laughs> then we'll get into the sounds from Big Ten Media Day and a couple of other things. Um, Six three Guardians lead the White Sox in the bottom of the ninth with two outs, but the White Sox do have the tying run at the plate. They have first and third two out against Class A. Ben Intendi is up for the Sox, so we'll see if he does anything. The Mets and the Nationals are 1-1 in the eighth and a rain delay, but I did just see they're going to restart in about 20 minutes, Joe, uh, out at City right. Field. So uh, that will be going on uh, momentarily, as they say. They will finish the Mets can't and the wait, Nationals Carver. tonight. I can't wait for all the, all the media day. Uh, you know, I got. This is it. I have a I lot got, of sound. See what uh, I just today. tweeted you We're now. Have to start it early. Us. You got sound. He's got sound bites. I got audibles. I got everything. I can't wait. I can't wait. 
Look at this. Stetson Bennett have been impressive in camp. It's been two days. QB1? I mean, seriously. QB1? Yeah, Could he be right. QB1? Yeah, if everybody gets hurt, I guess. He's going to be uh, QB1. This, this, this is where all the come out. Now, this is it. Everybody's a wheel. Carver and Lisi Sports Grid Radio, 844-843-6879. We got another hour to go. We're back on the grid right after this. Every day our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 